Do you guys hear any music? Mm-mm. Welcome to Speak Is Your Move. This is Patrick Collins. I'm here with you live with my fellow co-host, Derek Robug. That's me. And Josh Jernigan. Yep. Coming to you live from my studio in my basement in Columbia, South Carolina. It's Josh Jernigan. And last but not least, Matt Collins. Yes, sir. Good to hear you. Um, happy to be here tonight. Coming live from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Looking forward to tonight's show. So we're a group of fr- we're a group of fathers, friends, and followers of Christ, hoping to bring you uplifting fellowship and real life conversation that glorifies Jesus. And this week, our top topics will be contentment, coronavirus, and Crocs. Other than that, neither you nor us know where this is going. So let's get started and speak as you're moved. Uh, Josh, would you lead us off with a word of prayer, brother? I'd be honored to. Dear Lord, we come to you tonight as a group of friends, just hoping to uh, encourage anyone in our, in our earshot on this radio program. Dear Lord, we ask that you be in the midst of us, as always. We ask that you lead us, guide us, guide our thoughts, guide our conversations, that they may be centered on you, to help lead others either to you or in their walk with you. Um, we ask all this in your holy, precious name. Amen. Amen. Appreciate that, Josh. Yes, all right, well, uh, we're going to... Kick it off with our icebreaker question, like we have been doing, and um, I'll actually pose this question to my good buddy Diesel D, Derek Roebuck. So, Derek, if you uh, you're going to a gas station, what is your go-to drink and snack? Hmm. Well, I am a construction worker, so it is not going to be healthy. Um, did you use the air quotes when you said worker? Uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I am a construction affiliated person. Um, I'm affiliated with, with the construction field in some way. Um, I do a lot of out of town work, um, so I I'm always on the road. I think my staple is going to be now it changes. If I'm in Virginia, it's going to be a green amp energy drink, oh, goodness. and it's probably oh. going to be. Cooler Ranch Doritos or the cheddar <laughs> cheddar cheese and pretzel combos. If I'm down really, here, really, you go give Lee a big, you give Lee a big kiss. Yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah, you keep the chisel for Zeke doing that. I, don't I know. I'm, it's it's a phenomenally. <laughs> I know. Now in Virginia, for some reason, they still carry that, but down here in South Carolina, uh, where I live in Columbia, for some reason, you cannot find the Amp Energy drinks, and so. It's usually like a, maybe like a Lipton tea or if I go if it's gonna be if it's been a really long day I'll go with a cranberry Red Bull. Ugh. And, Whoa, uh, yeah, Red so, Bull. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real construction cranberry, worker. The cranberry Red Bull is where it's at. The other it, ones are trying. And do you hit a do you get a five hour energy drink just to, as like you know a kicker with it or what? No 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 no. Now this is this is me going to the gas station. I don't always go in and get a snack, you know. But when I do, I treat myself. Now, Derek, is your energy yeah. drink sugar-free? You Say what? Sugar-free Matt? energy drinks? No, sugar-free. Get for real. I don't know. Why are you oh, even think man. so? I, 
Mm. I think the last energy drink I had was like 10 years ago. I couldn't sleep. So You've been sleepy ever since. <laughs> yeah, I've been sleepy ever since. I, 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 <laughs> oh, man. I went with one. The last one I had was probably in high school. Maybe one during between now and then. And um, I don't like to the other time. To, uh, to hang out with Josh and Matt, friends of ours, live in North Virginia. And I was in the same boat as you were, Patrick. I had it about... I got. I was. There, I think I was working at like CVS or Rite Aid, whichever they were. Anyway, golf at ten, pound an energy drink, and a big one of those pixie sticks. I don't think. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I went to bed till five a.m. I just sat up and stared. I remember at the wall, that. Just, spent, just uh, just curling my thumbs like this is this is fantastic. <laughs> I remember that because I was on that trip with you, and I thought we were gonna have to hospital hospitalize you before the trip was over. <laughs> Wow. Couldn't sit still. So, so uh, Journey, what about you? Uh, you're going to a gas station. What's your go-to? All right. So I've got a couple. And I, and I know that's branching. But there's sometimes, and I don't know if you guys are like this, like sometimes I'm like, I have got to lose weight. And there's other times where I'm like, I am just exhausted. Yeah. I'm going to get what I want. And those two are separate, okay? Like today, I was more of a got to lose weight mode, right? So I'm, I'm going from Columbia um, I had a problem at a, a job site near Florence, about an hour and a half away, um, and I didn't hit the road to go there until like almost three. So that means I'm I'm getting home late. I get the job site, take care of the stuff, and then I'm hitting the gas station to, for the ride back. And I'm thinking kind of healthy, okay? So I went. It, it it wasn't total healthy. Normally I get a smart water, get all the help I can get, and um, maybe just something, but. This time I got a Diet Dr. Pepper, which is going to get me in trouble. My wife hates it that I, whenever I drink diet drinks because then it makes you crave sugar more. And it might give me, you know, I don't know. It, it's just not good for me. Yeah. Um, your taste buds become accustomed to extra, extra sweet. Is there, anyway, because they're artificial. Um, but hmm. so then I got a Diet Dr. Pepper with the crunchy ice so I can ruin my teeth a little bit. Yeah. And I got um, those, you know, the little round. I, I was trying to go healthy. Round cheese, like the red wax on it. What is it? I don't know what it's called. Baybell? Mm-hmm. Baby Bell. Baby Bell. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. Yeah, Baby those Bell. Are, yeah, pretty good. I got. Yes, yeah, so I got that because I was like, that's probably more protein. It's not like me getting a bunch of sugar. Um, and so that's what I had today. That, that's kind of that's kind of my go-to. Um, <laughs> I, would, the, I would get a Cracker Barrel cheddar little like little square. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, extra sharp. And, oh yes, the extra sharp work. You know, uh-huh. um, but on my off days, like if I'm not caring about it, and I'm tired. Um, I can get uh, everlasting gobstopper, a little square thing, you know, and eat some of those. Or if I want to trick myself and act like I'm being healthy, I'll get the pull apart Twizzlers because they say low fat on the thing. Like it's going to be good for me. I mean, like low fat, but crazy sugar. And um, I'll peel those. So, yeah. Oh. How, about, how about how about you, Pat? For me, um, I'm kind of like Diesel. If if I well, not I'm nothing like Diesel. I don't know why I said that. Um, but in <laughs> the will. sense that no one gets it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going in there if I can help it. And um, because if I go in there, I'm just gonna spend money. So um, so the whole you know the whole cash at the gas station thing is tough for me. But if I go in there, then it's always the same thing. I'm getting a cup of coffee, which is going to have to be severely doctored with the various and sundry things you have in there, milk, half and half, etc. You know, if they have a cappuccino machine, that's even better. 
and a pack of peanut M&Ms. And mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. And it's probably, that's been the staple for a, like a good eight years. And you can, you can, you can ask my wife on that. So that's my go-to coffee, peanut M&Ms. And we're rolling. Peanut M&Ms. Not, not peanut butter M&Ms. That's, that would be my, no, that pe- would, that's it, my. The yellow package. M&Ms. Ooh, the I go red package. M&Ms. By far, by like far that. my favorite candy. And it's not even close. But you're a peanut guy. So, yeah. I'm a peanut guy. I got to keep the business alive, you know. That's right. So. That's right. Um, Matt, what about you? What you thinking? So, I, I guess I'll branch like Josh a little bit. I'm, I'm a t- it's, it depends on the time of driving. So when when I was, me and Anna were dating, or even now when I'm driving to Georgia, usually it's after work, and it's about six hours to her parents' house. So hmm. I, I, my goal is to get, we do like a Lumberton stop for, for, for some food down 95, and then, and then gas station stop around 10. So at that time, it's a cup of coffee and a honey bun. Ooh, that's um, pretty good. That's that's the coffee. However, it goes like you know, and then if it's just a day, like just riding around, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up either the Speedway or the Sheets because I am frugal, and you can get this the, the <laughs> Sheets. You can get the Sheets large size for a dollar eight, but you can get the Speedway with the with the, the small ice, the pellet ice, like at Zaxby's. It's so uh-huh. good for like eighty nine. Compressed cents. nougat. Yes, yeah. eighty nine cents or something like some killer deal. So in that drink, I'm either getting the Coke Zero or like a cherry Coke with like this vanilla or cherry squirts. And with that becomes two <laughs> two snacks. It's either going to, well, usually, not most of the time, it's either a Slim Jim or... Yes. <laughs> or Blindly. Yes, I love it. I hate Slim Jims. <laughs> or or um, the, uh, the Reese Cups white chocolates i'll get a kick every now and then but i like to stay with the peanut butter greasy flavors and then i've been mixing between that and the regular white chocolates or the slim jim double two slim jims well i'm only road tripping with that so yes yeah, y'all gonna have to find another ride <laughs> he's the only he's the only immature other dude in this group when it comes to the gas station foods well, I mean, gas station. the gas station a lot of times dictate is dictated by the type of ice they have. Am I the only one with that? Nope. No, no you are. The pilot point. pilot will have like the little the little nuggets or whatever nuggets or, or whatever. This is cylindrical ice um, with the air infused. Mm-hmm. But if you get a Circle K with that flake crush that grinds it, like whenever it comes out, man, that's that's a good one too. Um, but a lot sometimes the pilots don't. They just have two cubed ice ones, and you might as well walk right out. I get I get mad that I, I end up in that one because I I think it's a normal pilot. And it's not. So Another that kind of dictates where we go. I will I will kind of I'll stay in their same Reese's window and go with Reese pieces too. But Reese pieces. Is the, other, the other thing too I've got going. I'm telling myself a little bit is I got like the Speedway card, so I throw points Ooh. on it. Um, oh, my dear. You guys are so <laughs> frugal. I love it. Well, I, hey, hey. I'm but, over there picking ice, even if it's like 30 cents more a gallon for gas. I'm like, I can't get ice. <laughs> but, it's all about the ice. Yeah, no, no, no. I got the, I got the company truck with the gas cart, so might as well you know, hit up the speedway. Ah, nice. Nice. I don't know if Can you only me. charge gas, or if you like get enough stuff? No, he goes in, and he's like, like oh. No, only I mean, gas. I only got like 59.78 like, in gas. <laughs> 
Right. Know, so like, no, what if you get like forty five dollars worth of stuff? No, it looks like gas on their end. No, oh, okay. I can't. Well, some people might, but I don't know how y'all operate. But I, I, I just go gas. Not uh, saying I've done that. I'm uh, just, I'm just saying. No, I like can't. asking. They, it's, 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 yeah, that's pretty much it. Just gas. Yeah. Speedway's <laughs> cheap, man. Affordable and a lot of options. <laughs> Icebreaker. The ice has been broken. So I'll remind wow. everybody out there listening. Um, if you guys. Uh, have a response to an icebreaker question, which this week our icebreaker question just is, uh, you know, what's your go-to at a gas station drinking snacks? Um, so if you have a response, feel free to email it to us. We'd love to hear about it. And that's speak as you're moved at gmail.com. So speak as you are moved at gmail.com. You're moved and so we'd love to hear yep. about it also if you have a good icebreaker question um you know we would love to hear that too so um you also can drop and, us a line on instagram and facebook yes, um just just so y'all know like if you if you if you email's not your thing and you're on instagram all the time just shoot us a message um we'd love to hear from you i mean it was interesting to watch some answers come in from uh from last time you know the uh the minivan versus uh suv and people you know chiming in on that um what they would do with twenty dollars? I mean, I, I I just I like hearing it, and I think we'll share some of that too. Um, you know, we might. I mean, we'll keep you anonymous if you want to stay anonymous. You know, we're not trying to, to out anybody on what you would do with twenty bucks. Um, but it's just it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to, to hear your take as well. Absolutely, because we're all all in this together and, and, and just just to, into enjoyment and kind of relax and discuss things together. So moving on, we'll jump into our top topics and uh, let's talk about, we're going to start with contentment, guys. Um, and, you know, more specifically, contentment in Christ. Um, I actually, uh, want, I'll, I'll leave with a scripture here that kind of just came to my mind. Um, and uh, Matt, I think you put this kind of in the notes before the show, but um, it's in 1 Timothy 6. It's 1 Timothy 6. Um Really, really solid scripture. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. Um, and that just, you know, that to me is a, um, well, I mean, it's just such a different, obviously, point of view. Um, but also it's the truth compared to compared to what the world teaches. Um you know, what you see, what you hear, media outlets, whatever, um, you know, especially in the culture that we live in, our Western culture, you know, it's buy, sell, get, gain culture, and, and the Word of God teaches that, that the great gain is not in the things we possess, but, and contentment is not in things we possess, but it's actually found in, in godliness. Yeah, and, and going to baseline on contentment, and this was interesting, whenever I, I, um, I did a little research, just, you know, contentment, you know, we think we know. And then and on the, on the, on the church side of things, we got songs, contentment is found in God alone. And, you know, you, you talk about that, right. Contentment just being, and in my mind was being cool with what you got. Right. But so if we go to the, uh, the Webster's 1828, you know, um, content, contentment means content, arresting or satisfaction of mind without disquiet. Now, if you look at what disquiet is, it means a feeling of anxiety or worry. And that was something different than what I normally, contentment, I, I'll, I'll always kind of 
brought along with things in lot in life, but anxiety is very prevalent. I think I, it could be more prevalent now than ever, even though we are mm-hmm. relatively peacetime with the world. With the world, anxiety is a huge ordeal, especially in teenagers, um, more so than ever. Like people, you know, they can't make haircut appointments. They can't. I mean, like they, there's, there's you hear these stories a lot because people have such social anxiety, and I don't know the call, and I know we're all different, and I'm more outgoing, so I'm not trying to be critical of people that have more anxiety. Um, I, 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 I very much feel for them um, because I know how frustrating and struggling it is. I just, I've never thought of contentment having an effect on our anxiety. Um, but by definition, it is a resting or satisfaction of mind without disquiet. So it's a, a resting or satisfaction of mind without feeling anxiety or worry. I, I just I just thought it was a neat neat thought process of it because contentment I've always thought about being, you know, okay with what you got. But being free from anxiety is is key. And I that that's one thing I'm I mean I still struggle with anxiety too. I worry about outcomes that I can't control. Um but if we if we consciously realize that God's promised us contentment then he's promised us freedom from that anxiety if we go to him with it. And that must be what I'm not doing whenever I am very, very anxious. You know, <laughs> I, you know, we're going to worry about things. We care about things. You care about things. You worry about things. Um, we care about people. You worry about people. Um, but God has promised us contentment. And, and so I, Lord help me to, to try to do that more, uh, lean on him more and realize when I have anxiety, guess what? He's promised for me to have a feeling of peace without that. So what am I, what do I need to do different? Yeah. I think Josh, the one thing, what y'all both said was good. Just, just really quick interjecting. Um, I, I, I work in kind of the corporate world per se, if you want to call it that. Um, and if any, any job really, if you, the world, like Patrick said, and I guess I'm just saying it from a job perspective, just really wants you to gain and gain and gain. And, and the more you work, the more you burn, the more I sell, the more money, blah, 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 the more. But with that, with, with that issue or with that attitude, you obviously are giving up an opportunity cost. And that's either your time with the Lord, your fellowship with your family. And, and ultimately, you know, it's, those aren't biblical things that we're chasing after. So there really isn't ever going to be contentment in that. It's just a false, you know, false reality. And until we realize that, you know, Hey, and, and as, as a sanctified believer and, and y'all are too, y'all know this as we've confessed to be, you know, pilgrims and strangers here, you know, it's, it's, it's less, of, it's less of the world and, and more of the God. And I, Josh, I don't think, I think you're, you're probably, we're all probably in the same boat. There's times when, you know, different situations arise where um, we kind of wonder a little bit. And, um, but I think, I think Josh and all of us, we probably end up going back to the, to what we need. And that's, you know, either the word or prayer. A hundred percent. I mean, like you, what you mentioned about our, our trade-off with the jobs. I mean, that happens with every single one of us. We do have to make a living here. Yeah. Okay. So finding that balance and you justify, cause you have to, you have to figure out, how much you're going to sacrifice. You know, I leave my kids every day and go to work. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would rather be fully involved in them, but I make that sacrifice, you know, yeah. um, do I make it sacrifice even extra, you know, or do I stay late? Do I do this? Do I do that? And in, in hopes that 
to provide them more financial stability, provide us more opportunities to go to Feast Meet, provide us more opportunities to, to not have money burdens that can, can cause real emotional burdens as well, you know? So we are always making that trade-off judgment call. You know, every single day, I feel like I make it. And Lord help me to make the right one. Because I don't think just, just sitting at home in, in my little bubble would be the right judgment call either. Even though I get to be with my kids all the time and go to church all the time, I'd run out of money. You know, so yeah. you've got to make, you got to make the well, trade off. And I think too, you, I mean, you, I've seen it from people, um, in, in my, in, in my, I guess, circle of friends or circle of influence, probably the same people as y'all too, um, where, you know, they, they were headstrong for the Lord and the testimony was firm and, um, and then basically one opportunity came to the next and it wasn't like maybe they were overly going, but they were going just enough. And, and before they knew it, you know, they, they, they lost their, they lost, the, they lost out, they lost their spirit and they fell away from God. Um, so I guess it's just a careful walk. And, and that if, if you're content, you know, with, with what you have, you, you, you almost don't get to that point. That, yeah. Diesel, you want to weigh in? Yeah, I was thinking um, about what Josh was saying about anxiety and I really haven't thought much about that before. Um, but as a personal testimony that, I used to have very bad anxiety, and that might come as a shock to a lot of people, but when I was, you know, when I actually was homeschooled, I think the seventh grade, I started homeschooling because my anxiety was so bad that I would I would get physically sick every day on the way to school, mm-hmm. and um, and so anyway, they, we decided to homeschool, and that was kind of right up my mom and dad's alley to be weird and stuff, and so we we did that, but not too long after that, um, and it was it was a very, I mean it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it, but it it didn't really solve the problem, and more or less just you know band aid fixed it. But I will say that when when I went to the altar and and got sanctified, that was one of the big things for me was to to um, you know I, I told the Lord I was like you know this me doing this right now is is, and anybody who has anxiety, especially social anxiety, would would agree that you know getting in front of a bunch of people and being kind of vulnerable is not something they would want to do. And anyway, I asked them. I said, "You got to take this away from me if this is something that that you want me to do." And and I'll give you my all, but I mean, I don't know what to tell you about this anxiety thing. You know, I haven't I haven't been able to kick it. And you know, ever since then, I have not really had an issue with anxiety. Um, wow. Good. Yeah, um, I can do. I uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah. we got you. Yeah. Okay, I, my yeah, just died. Anyway, but no, I um, I being content in my mind was is always been, you know, kind of just being being thankful with with what you have, being happy with it, um, and then also not not feeling the need to. Uh, and I'm not going to say not having drive because that's not the, the word to use. But in my mind, as the old um, the old saying is, mo money, mo problems. And um, I have found that to be pretty accurate. Uh, as you get older, you would you think that maybe is, is a funny quote. And it is. But the it, there's a scripture in the Bible, and I do not know where it's at. I'm sure it's Ecclesiastes or Proverbs. It sounds kind of proverby, but... It says, when goods increased, 
they are increased that eat them. And I always thought about it that scripture is more money, more problems, you know. And so, um, that's close. Um, but it is, it is true, you know, when you, when you start gaining a lot of things, um, you know, you have to take care of those things. And like Matt said, the opportunity cost, I like that, um, that phrase is that, you know, those opportunities are, are pulling you away from something else. And, um, you know, beast meaning over, like, I don't think any of us would, would miss camp meeting. You know, we would say, oh, you know, well, I'll figure out another job or career or something um, if it if it came to, to like, never never making a camp meeting or something. But it's uh, it, it just comes down to what is our core desire. Do we desire to serve the Lord in his fulfillment of everything, no matter what every day? You know, what what would you have me to do? Go where you would have me to go. Say what you have me to say. If it's if that's our desire, then I think the Lord will will guide us in that way. And it's not something that we'll have to worry too much about. You know, we can be happy and be poor. We can be happy and be rich. And we can be happy and be busy. Um, you know, and um, that's kind of what I've in my mind. It was always just, and I'm I'm more for a you know I like just relaxing and 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 not not getting caught up in the rat race, if you will, but my job is one that yeah. that was always kind of simplistic in the fact that it was it's just you get out there and you do what you gotta do. It's never been been a you know, having to climb a corporate ladder, if you will. Um it's it's just a it's a very humble living and I think if it's good enough for Christ then it was good enough for me. But um it's that's where I find myself is just not wanting to take on a whole bunch of junk. You know, I'm okay with what I have, and I got the Lord. I got a healthy family. You know, I can make a living. I still got hands and a mind to do so, and so whatever the yeah. Lord will have me to do, I want to do it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Brother, 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 there we go. Okay. How's that? How's that? I'm good. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good deal. All right. We good? All right. We good? Yep. We good? Roll on. All right. All right. I'm still echoing. I'm still echoing. Let me work my up. Somebody else. Somebody else. Go ahead, Patrick. Take the mic. Go ahead, Patrick. Yeah. Derek's going to have to join in. I, I, I canceled him for a second. There's a little echo. Yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. All yeah. right. Join in again. It's, it's good. Just log out and roll back in when that happens. Yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. Live radio, baby. Uh, pick it, yeah, I was just going to uh, kind of dovetail on what Derek said, um, you know, about how he just it, – it's it, there isn't this, like, innate drive to, you know, buy, sell, and get gained. And, um, uh, uh, Brother Raya preached, preached a sermon, sermon one, one time. time, and Ryan Collier, by the way, for those that don't know, is a, a minister in our church, and um, he preached a sermon in one of our camp meetings, um, or it might have been Thanksgiving, but anyway, it's neither here nor there, and what he said in his sermon was that he was in a really good place in his job, work-life balance, I'm not quoting him exactly, but effectively what his point was is that, you know, he had enough to give 
to meet his, to meet obligations, his obligations at his, at job. his job. But, but at the same, at the same time, time, at the same time, he had some left over, if it will, to give to God. And because, I mean, he's a bivocational uh, minister and and that's um, that to me, it just struck me as an interesting point for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, it was very honest and open. Um, and I really appreciated that because um, although I'm not a minister, I, I've really never heard somebody say that publicly, um, that he was he was making a dedicated effort that he felt like to balance his time between his work and his life. And, and he, and he wanted to make sure that he had time for God. And I feel like that in our fast paced day and age with text and email and Facebook and Instagram and all the 900 other ways to communicate with people are, are, we all still have the same 24 hours, but we all also still choose what to do with those 24 hours. And, and his focus was on making sure there was time for God. And mm -hmm. he said it much more beautifully, but basically it was his, it was his dedication to keep God first. And, you know, we're all in our thirties now and I'll round this out guys, but we're all in our thirties now. And it's like, you know, the things that tempted us in high school aren't a temptation anymore. At least my personal testimony. I mean, and I'm not worried about, you know, getting, going out and drinking or whatever or running off the rails but it's stuff like this it's the discontentment um the scripture above where i read you know supposing that gain is godliness um you know it seems like that's where satan is slipping in more and more and trying to steal our time and, and steal us away from the things that matter that can sometimes be shrouded in his temp his temptation shrouded in things that seem to matter um and uh, again, the ninth verse of where I was reading, having food or raiment, therewith be content, but they will be rich, fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Um, so that contentment to me is just kind of the antidote to all of that. And it's a it's a wonderful thing to find and a tough thing to keep. I agree. And, and our actions on a daily basis do impact it. I'll give a, a funny example. You'll think I'm dumb. Um, but, like, it, it depends on what I've been, like, I guess exposing myself to, depending on what I want, you know. And, 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 I, and I, you know, I look over and I'll pick on Meredith, too. Like, if she's looking at clothes, she's going to want more clothes. For me, like, if I get on Wingswap, which is an airplane buying site, like, I really, really want to buy an airplane. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> But it's like, I mean, that's why it's a dumb example. But like, you know, wanting things is is, is fully correlated, um, directly correlated with what I, what I'm exposing myself to. You know, if I if I start looking at something of this, then you know, or, or even like I got I got a walkway down the dot. Well, if I start looking on Pinterest about different walkways and different pavers and all that stuff, then guess what? I'm gonna want to spend my money on that. Um, and because my my walkways all washed out and stuff. So uh, it just, it, it's just, it really, we do have a careful walk because if you, and, and, and it goes back to where you're spending your time and where you're spending your devotion and where you're spending, you know, your little off times whenever you're looking at your phone, what you're looking at and that kind of stuff, because that is going to influence what you want, you know, and, and that influences whether or not you're content or not.
because if you you know if I'm wanting a a uh, a jet and this that and the other and I'm not gonna be happy until I get it. Well, guess what? I'm not ever going to be happy. I'm never going to be content. So be careful what you expose yourself to. Um, and it, it's what what I'm what I'm, I guess I'm saying. That's very true. But, and a nice segue. So, do have any of you guys ever wanted a pair of Crocs? I own a pair. Loser. <laughs> uh, I might be the only Croc guy in the group. I. All right, Matt. Here's the here's my here's my question for you then. Okay. Okay. And I thought about this as well because we can say, "Hey, the Crocs." Now, Crocs went through what I've what I've kind of labeled as two distinct um, pushes in our in our you know in our little cultural cultural <laughs> war. All right. So yeah. first, Crocs were the like this new thing, but a lot of people didn't jump on board because they obviously didn't look cool. Like there were some firm Croc believers from the get go. Like, hey, they're so comfortable though. Yeah. And and then, like nobody else had them. And then you fast forward, maybe, I don't know how long they've been out, but I, it feels like fast forward 10 years. And now you've got the ironic croc wearers, okay? And that's your, like, <laughs> young, uh, not really frat boys, because you, you got younger than that. You, you got this kind of group that's, I'm, I'm so cool, I'm not even worried the fact that crocs aren't supposed to be cool because I'm making them cool and I've got them in four wheel drive mode or the two wheel drive mode or off road. mode. I mean, they mm -hmm. make little jokes about it. They got all kind of funny looking ones now and they've, they, they are well, image conscious. Right. Ironically, but it, yes, they, they wear them ironically because they're image conscious people. Okay. Like they're the people that might wear Supreme labels. They might do this. They might wear a bunch of Under Armour. They might have all this, but they're going to wear Crocs, yeah. but it's ironically, it's not the original Crocs that I don't even care what anybody thinks. They'll say they don't care what anybody thinks, but at the same time, you know, they'll, they'll wear hundred dollar shirts. Yeah. So that's, I, I didn't know when you got yours. Did you get yours in the first wave first or wave. the second wave? So I've had mine Your, since probably freshman, sophomore year of college. So that's at least okay. 10 or 11 okay. years. And I, that's, yep. That's about that the time. The, yeah. I had the khaki ones. I mean, the dark khakis dark brown, whatever. Ooh, and okay. so I bought, yeah, outdoorsy. Mine, I bought mine as a, uh, and I get, I've heard the action strap things and all that kind of get a joke on it, but I bought mm -hmm. mine as just a comfort wonder. They're so, to me, they're so comfortable. So, so versatile. So when I bought mine first though, in college, they were used as a, a shoe to wear to the gym before I switched off my basketball Oh, I thought shoes. you better say they were used. Like, no, as no, 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 no. <laughs> like this you really are so your frugal. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I spent the 25 or 30. I might have gotten it for Christmas. You sprung for it. You would have sprung for a new pair. Yeah. Oh, man. You worked Baller. hard this week. So, so anyway, so I, I know. He so, didn't go with the slides. He went with the, with the Crocs for the pregame. Yeah. Pregame yeah, pre Crocs. So, yeah. so Crocs with now, socks. Do you, do, you, do you wear the back strap? No. No. Only ironically. I, I can't. It's not, it's, it's not useful to me. I mean, when, when you I, run, can you run in them? No, I've never really did much running. I cut grass in them. No, he, he don't I, do much running. No. <laughs> I, whoa, what was running? <laughs> Those days are behind him. See, see the Crocs. Running would be like <laughs> job site to job site. Yeah. yeah. No, run, I do wear my Crocs in the truck. If I got like an hour and a half drive to my territory, I will rock those before I put on the uh, the boots for comfort. Because they're, I think Anna bought me the uh, blue Crocs I have now. I j it took me about eight Probably eight years, I wore out one pair. So you swap shoes whenever you get to the job site? Yeah, I don't play around. 
on long trips. Wow. On my hour trips. And they're my comfort okay. shoes. Okay. And I will okay. say they are comfortable from they, what I hear. Yes. Um, and, and see, here's the thing. I, Go ahead. I wouldn't know. You need your pair. <laughs> you can get. What were you saying, Diesel? I said, I, I would think they are comfortable. And I'm all about Crocs for my kids because they, I don't have any for my kids, but that would seem like a really cool thing for the kids to have because. It's, William uh, has a pair. William has a pair and he rocks them. That's right, William. Yes, he, he rocks the Crocs. No, but it's some, He also has some Tevas oh, as an homage to his Uncle Raj. Yes. Tevas. So, yeah. That's, that's worse. <laughs> Tevas are not yes. worse than Crocs. I said it. I said it. So, yeah, but I mean, that's, oh, that's pretty much it. So I'll do the. I'll, I was doing it for basketball. I wore them with socks. Whip, took them off and then got done. And then as I got older, it's pretty much been the. So I'll probably. I don't know. I think I'll probably wear them 90% of the time. Like, there's also a time, too, when, like, we'll go out to dinner and, like, it's, like, khakis and, and maybe a polo or something or a T-shirt. And then it's, like, and it's always, like, you, you can't throw on the Crocs. Can you dress up for me? I'm out okay, No, you just put Sperry's on, please. <laughs> you don't have to do socks. Just do Sperry's. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So here's the other thing, too, y'all guys. If you don't, if you think they're ugly, which I think they are ugly. Yes. But I'm just getting to the point yeah. where I just don't care because they're so comfortable. And they're so, um. and they're breathable, too. Here's the here's the thing you can you can splurge on like the fifty to seventy dollar pair, they used to be, and get like the dress looking ones. I won't tell you who ha had them and was rocking them in church, but it was uh, one of our uh, higher up board member guys. So <laughs> that 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 won't I won't unveil that secret, but I'm just saying that you can keep it, you can make it look a Wednesday night dressy, you know, and still be comfortable. There is no world. In, in any way. I mean, they would literally have to be the last pair of shoes on earth for <laughs> me to wear a pair of Crocs. I want to meet the guy. I want to meet the guy that marketed Crocs because he is a genius. Yeah, he is a so. genius. Right. Same guy Two who uh, created the Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> Come on, man. That was genius on that. But so... My father-in-law does have a pair. They aren't Crocs, but they are like the boat shoes yeah. that have the holes in them, and they look like penny loafers. And I could I could rock those like on a boat maybe um, because they, they, the water washes right out on that kind of stuff. And they're not going to hold smells, which I understand. Um, however, I'm of the same mindset. Like, I don't care how comfortable they are. I'm not I'm not a big, big fan just because I, I like my shoes to look like shoes a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you this, and it grossed me out today. Okay, I had a a person taking like we we have masks on every everywhere you go inside, um, which I know we're going to talk about COVID in a second. But um, I go in to get it to go order um, today. My mother and father in law have had my kids, and I, I had to take some stuff from the office. My father in law's my boss, so I'm he needed a set of plants and some specs, and he wanted them brought at lunch on my lunch break. I said, all right, I can do that. You need lunch, yeah. So we went to smash. I went in Smashburger to get it to go. It was terrible, terrible mistake because it took forever. But there was only one person at the front, and this lady, she was putting all your food in bags and stuff, and it messed me up because like it's kind of open around the whole side where she was working and stuff, and I'm six feet away behind plexiglass. My I'm trying to be all nice and clean. I have my mask on the whole time. I got hand sanitizer. I even put hand sanitizer on while I was in there, even though I hadn't touched anything. I'm doing all my right stuff. I look at her. She's got Crocs on. Yes. One barefooted. Left foot had a left foot had a ankle sock 
right foot had nothing. Just flopping it. around, just like <laughs> let let me get let me get your milkshake and da, 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 da. like to all the other people in there, and I was the last person, of course, that they attended to because I had a bigger order, um, and it just kind of messed me up. Like I'm going through all these cleanliness rituals, I guess. You know, I'm I'm making sure I'm doing all I can. I'm making sure people are ten feet away. If they even like step over, kind of like idly, like I would step over, like make it known, like stay away from me, you know. And she's up there just rocking these crocs with her bare feet just flopping around. It grossed me out. I'm just going to go ahead well, and you gonna, you don't Are you going to get your food off the food floor? Service. You, you don't think she touched her shoes? You don't think she touched her shoes this morning? No. Like the whole she's idea using is action straps? <laughs> she didn't have was the action straps on. Oh, well, she, she, she was not in 4 by 4 mode, four. then she was fine. She just yeah. slides But she had one ankle sock on and one not. Like just the well, fact of course that people go and touch your... themselves. They're gonna to touch their feet and their socks and stuff when they when they when they put their clothes on in the morning. But then they'll hand sanitize, and that kills like ninety nine point nine percent of all germs. So you you're okay 99. with food service? But that point one gets away from you. Let me make this clear. I am make not a germaphobe at all. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you at all. If you lick your hand and grab my cheeseburger and then give it to me, I'm still gonna eat it. That might be extreme, I but I probably would. <laughs> so you were I'm there. Saying, you were the were perfect you gonna guy. Eat were you I'm gonna eat saying, the cheeseburger? I mean, no, yeah, no. I mean, I, I was I mean, going to. I thought about it. And it crossed my mind. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> well, you're, the, you're the perfect right, guy. To, you're the perfect guy to borrow a drink from, or the least perfect guy to borrow a drink from. Yeah, what I'm hearing. Yeah, you're obviously. I'm never borrowing. No, I'm just saying. I'm not a. I'm not a huge germaphobe, and that would not bother me, but it would bother Josh because he's weird. I see people wearing Crocs. I'm normal in, in restaurants. <laughs> working in restaurants all the time. They have like the non-slip or whatever. Rocking the Crocs. I mean, doctors wear. Not at my restaurant. I'm just going to say. Well, well, I know not a fine steak dinner that you go to, Josh. I'm just talking about like the general, you know, brushes maybe. The local spot there in old good old. They do have for for next week food cleanliness. Yeah. All right. And just so y'all know, they. They do have healthcare Crocs, okay? Yes. But they don't have all the holes in them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because I don't think that's sanitary. If some, if there's, if there's any kind of food that drops down, or whatever, I get it. It's not coming back up. But you don't need that on your bare feet, okay? If you drop some ketchup, it doesn't need to go on your toes. I mean, like there's, there's, it, or if if somebody's starting an IV and then it just goes, you don't need that on your bare feet either, Derek. I mean, like, they, why they, not? They, so there are hot. Help. <laughs> just I, pick, I just pick your foot up and just just dip 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 a French fry right off the toe. You know, no problem. <laughs> I mean, you go to the beach and you probably have food at the beach or at some pool area, and somebody served it to you in flip flops, and you weren't all freaked so, out. So, Derek, do you not look at the Santa? Uh, you don't look at the rating. No. Why would you think I would? <laughs> hey, two things I got. I've ate in the most sketchiest places on the planet. Have you ever gotten food poisoning? Yeah, probably once or twice. I rest my case. But I, but I was from Chinese food. Don't go near Chinese food. Okay, <laughs> don't go near ever, Chinese. ever, and it will be death of you. 
I got a comment coming in from a listener uh, saying I've seen yeah, go ahead, I've Matt. seen doctors with holes in their Crocs. Oh, really? But with socks. Well, doctors aren't real healthcare workers anyway. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just go in and see them. I mean, nurses. I'm talking about nurses, the ones that do the real Shots work. Fired. But but with socks. <laughs> and then the other uh, another comment said, keep and digging, with that, keep digging, Josh. Out. Keep digging, Josh. <laughs> I mean, if y'all want to be Crocs, that's fine. I just, I just want, want my. my I just want y'all to try them. I can get you a pair for no, $7. I'm not a, I'm not a I just love how Josh vehemently will defend his point. It is admirable. I love it, man. I mean, you inspire I'm going down with the streets. I just, I just, man. And Crocs, hey, and they, I mean, they were donating shoes to healthcare workers. They're doing all this kind of stuff. They, I'll give them some props on that. I mean, they've got mm-hmm. some good PR and, they, and they've got a, probably a good product. I don't like the way they look. And I really don't like people in supposed to be clean settings. Wearing shoes Wait, with holes in them. Are you okay with me walking shoes, around? Shoes with holes in them in general. With shoes and holes? Are you okay with mine? Uh, no, I mean, I, like, it's like flip-flops. I love my flip-flops. I've got like, 50, like well, maybe got like five pair, six yeah. pair. Yeah. I don't want to oh. see anybody at Chick-fil-A well, when good. they're coming out my food wearing flip-flops. <laughs> it grosses you ain't got to worry about that Chick-fil-A. I, well, you know why? Because they have standards. I want to – anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Hallelujah. Hey, so crocs, if you can believe people. it. Our next topic is actually more divisive than Crocs. Um, so, yeah, we're going to just jump in real quick. I'm almost kind of glad we don't have too much time. But uh, segue into COVID, talking about health and, and you know, cleanliness and all that. Um, I, I will say this. Um, this COVID virus and, and what, it's, what it has been to, to this point has been something like I've never seen and I would – challenge most people have ever seen in their lifetime um and i feel like that we the people especially as a church the worst thing and josh you said this on one of our prayer meetings so i'm kind of echoing your you know sentiments but the worst thing we could do is is be divided on this and allow this to to pit us against one another um oh yeah yeah and that would be worse like yeah, exactly. And that would yeah. actually be worse than, you know, if I, I mean, maybe so bold, but I truly believe this, you know, that the, the church being divided and divisive, the long term effect of that would be worse than even what COVID has done. And, you know, I say that living in Albany, Georgia. So but um, so, I mean, yeah, just with the time, a little bit of time we have left here, I just want to, um, you know, let's talk about you know, what is God telling you guys? Um, and what is kind of, what is your, your thoughts on, um, Derek, I'll throw it out to you. You know, what is your thoughts on being the, being the, the non-germaphobe? What is your thoughts on COVID? Yeah, and, Derek, you do know there is a uh, pandemic going on, right? And they, like, they dropped I don't know it if down. You changed anything. Like I hadn't seen a mask, hadn't seen nothing. It was just like, Hey, this is inconvenient. <laughs> the most inconvenient is that I can't go to Toronto, the world's greatest tool store, and cross the American border because of stupid COVID. That is the yeah, biggest inconvenience for me. Yeah, I mean, oh man. But I don't want to wear masks. Why is it Canada, first off, America, not have the greatest tool store? Why does the, the great about that. state, the great country, oh Canada, the hockey town? That it's that just, doesn't make sense. I think there's more woodworkers in Canada than there are in America. Well, that's a but, surprise. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> you don't it's have just lumberjack type. It's so cold. 
it's cold and you would work all winter and then you I thought they just play summer. hockey. That's what they do. They, they, they whittle and play hockey. But and they grow food. But when you get when you get overweight, you don't you don't play hockey anymore. You just go to woodworking. <laughs> you gotta go to, and that's the great thing about woodworking. You don't have to be pretty. You don't Amen. have to be in shape. You know? Yep. You can whittle stuff sitting down, standing up, you know, eating. It don't matter. Hmm. You know? It does, I didn't have to meet a whole lot of physical conditions to get the job that I have, which is very nice. I don't have to do like any PT or, you know, continuing education or anything like that. But anyway, you got to do some stretching flags. Anyway, back yeah, back to COVID. Like, what? I think y'all can you can just save a lot of time and just go to somebody else. I think you know what I'm. I think you can probably guess how I feel about COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I'm genuinely interested yeah, because on. I feel like that of the three of us, you may be the the uh, the differing voice. So yeah, he's the I wild mean, card. Like yeah, we're you're we're the wild all card. Like hey, I think yeah. So we need yeah, we need I'm, to pick I'm, your brain, Derek, because we need to know. What's going on up there? Does I'm as vanilla as it comes on this. I mean, I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, let's, you know, let's social well, distance. It's our responsibility. So I, w- I want to hear, I want to hear a different perspective. Mm-hmm. If you are different, I don't know. That's why I want to hear. Yeah. He's different. It's only when I'm talking, apparently. <laughs> you might have to go to somebody else for a second. Okay. okay. I'm going to figure right. it out. Matt, I weigh in while yeah, he figures it out. Yeah, I'll weigh in. So I'll be quick on my thoughts. Um. So I'm, I'm still like the essential worker, I guess, so I'm out and about. Um, the two things that I've, I've kind of stuck with, I guess, how I've been handling it a little bit, a little bit, and then kind of what, you know, kind of God's been maybe showing me. I, I, I'll echo Josh and Patrick. Josh, your point was really good about just the division. Like as, you, as the time mm-hmm. has progressed on, you see people get a little frustrated, want to go back to the economy. And I understand that a little bit. Um, I also mm-hmm. understand the media and the political are not going to go down that road, magnify things. So I try to stay away from that. And, but my real focus, I mean, from a – so I, I, Ezra was born into to this world via COVID. Um, whether it was, a, it, it was a, a cover-up or what, but there was people in the hospital on a COVID floor that had COVID. So they had a virus. Um, and from a perspective of just um, kind of almost kind of honor – not honor the government, but, you know – respecting the authority as the scripture says you know i abided mm-hmm. by the rules in the hospital um you know wear a mask and do this and and i'm i'm on the, like the lenient side of you know I'm, I'm not that much of a germaphobe like Derek, not as aggressive but i but i also my biggest thing was i because my wife because anna was one you know is a little more safe and that's perfectly fine i respect that i wanted to you know re- meet that level and the fact that you know, we had a newborn. Um, and then my other thing too, I guess what God, I mean, really God's just been kind of teaching us that the, the, the dependency on the, on the physical church is not necessary. And we know that. Um, but to, to realize that, you know, that the Holy Spirit abides in our life. And if, if we never met again in those walls, we can still have a relationship with Christ. Um, and that's that's the beauty that and and, and, and the interest. Sorry, guys, really quick, really quick. Is sometimes yeah. not really quick for me. The uh, the thing too, I thought with the COVID is, um, it's it's really kind of a. I guess, you you see how fast the world can change. Um, how 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 you know quickly, with you know snap of the fingers, everything mm-hmm. you know our just, plans, everything out the window. It goes just, and it goes really fast. Yeah. And you see people just and I, 
you see a lot of people that are just ramming for the, you know, the commie ramp back up this thing and that and the other. But, you know, it, it really puts your focus on what's in, what's, it really puts your focus on contentment, really. Yeah. Because if, if, yeah. if Christ is your center and you're content, you know, you know, God's got this. He's, he's going to take care of us. I mean, he, he took care of, he took care of Job. He took care of Paul. He took care of, I know my grandmother, she's 93, took care of her through different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, it's not nothing new under the sun, but it's just that we just got to, it, it's just amazing how quick the world can change. But I, I'm thinking that that's really kind of where I guess what God's telling me the kind of level of, of safety I've seen just from bringing, um, a child in this world and, and thankful that, that God kept us through that time. Amen. It, it does bring to light the things that I feel like I took for, for granted. My kids being in Sunday school, having that interaction, having the church interaction where, I mean, uh, we have, you know, a few older people in the, in the, in the church that just, you know, they, they, they make a big deal over my kids. Okay. I love it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, we have a, we have a, a, a brother named Bodie Layman's will chase Caroline around the church. Okay, like just you know, just kind of play in that kind of stuff. It it warms my heart. We don't have that. Okay, my kids aren't experiencing that, and then then it's like, wow, I really miss that. I miss them being able to interact with other children as they learn about these. Yeah, we're doing the Zoom. We're trying to do all we can to to keep it in them. And, and, and keep this the spirit instilled in them and, and learning about Jesus and learning about our fellowship. Mm-hmm. But it it's something that I feel like I didn't realize how important it is into my life until it's gone. Um, and, and on that same thing, um, and I wish I could pick Derek's brain a little bit more about mm-hmm. it. I, oh, you are? Hey, man. Yeah, so, I didn't want to um, So, no, interrupt. Speak as you move, man. Um, I was really kind of making you. Yeah, I was kind of making you speak. <laughs> was right. it so, Derek, explain to this. Explain to this. Like, I wear a mask, and, and we all know that masks don't protect you from the disease, so they can help you not spread it. And so, I wear a mask out of kindness. Why don't you yep. do that? <laughs> Who says I don't? <laughs> no, I'm all for like. I, it was funny because I saw something that your wife posted about somebody peeing on their leg. Like, it, like if you wear jeans and you try to well, pee on somebody else's leg. Yeah, and, and, and he posted anyway, something that was, like, anti-mask, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. I'm not anti-mask. I'm just saying, like, um, and I'm – because I am the way I am and I don't care as much about germs and everything, that doesn't mean that I don't want to be um, cognizant or respectful of others. Derek, so if somebody that's, was that's to – Good job, Derek. Yeah, so if somebody wants yeah. to – like, if I go in – like, I went into Steer Building Supply today, and everybody was had masks, and they had a sign up there, and I – started to go in i said no i'll go back and put on my mask you know i've got a problem wearing it necessarily but mm-hmm. and i'm just not going to all the time i'm not going to, while i'm driving in the car or you know pumping gas or right. whatever but um you know if sense. people are if, if if other people are are really gung-ho about it and they and they they i don't want to if meat make my brother to offend i don't eat no meat you know and that's if, it, yeah. if it's something that's going to be a stumbling block to you then i want to you know i'll wear the mask but if it's only that's up scary. to me and doing whatever I do, working, and, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't care. But um, for others, I, I guess I would do it out of respect of others. But for me, it's, it, it does not concern me. So um, this is crazy, Derek. Literally, this week, I quoted that scripture. And I'm not saying it's about myself. I'm just saying this is amazing how the Lord works. Quoted that scripture to a 
a sister in Christ um, who is who who I I greatly respect, and we had a we had a differencing of opinion on this, vastly differencing, and and you know I quoted that exact same scripture: "If me make my brother to offend, I will you know meet." And basically, you know, um, same thing. Just obviously, I was I was maybe I'm more in the camp of you know, social responsibility, a little bit like Josh alluded to. Um, and, you know, she is more in the camp of, you know, this, we need to trust God on this. And at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it, it's difficult for me to be honest, to tell who is of faith. Um, I'm inclined to think that she is more so than me and quoted that scripture and she quoted back to me. And I guess what I'm, my point in all that is that, you know, no matter where you land on this, this pandemic, that's, that's kind of, that it is sweeping the nation. Um, we, we need to prefer our brother before ourselves as best they can. And, and if they, if, if she is in faith, um, more than me, then, then I just hope that, I hope that, that, well, and thankful that you can, yeah, you can, for, you can just for, you can, you can forgive it, I guess you could say, forgive my lack of faith. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we need to we need to be one body and 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 not let this be something that that divides, that divides. us. So that's part yeah. of the reason why I didn't mean to push you so hard, buddy. But but that's part of the reason why I pushed you because like I really wanted to I really wanted to bring out that you can have civil discourse with people with one another and it doesn't have to be this huge big thing. You know what I mean? Like right. you can you can disagree and still love somebody. Um, yep. And and, and anyway, I'm, so, I'm proud of you for 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 taking that. I I, I would, you know, I, I have a hard time, you know, backing down. You know, I don't know if you know that about me or not. <laughs> and so, you know, like you, you you do that with the faith thing. If somebody like check my faith, I be like, well, I'm still gonna lock my car doors when I go inside Target. You know, I mean, yeah, I got faith, but also have common sense. You know, and we <laughs> yeah, I have that I've had that conversation many times. Like, look, don't question my faith because I do things that make scientific or logical sense dealing with my surroundings. But Anyway, I um, think too, guys, really quick. The one thing that I've also thought about too is, is we, just me personally. I know we've talked about this in our prayer meetings. Is is just praying for for the leaders of our church as you know, amen. as they continue to make yeah. decisions, and I mean that are, that they've never had to make probably in in their in their time ever. And, and yeah, yeah, and and like you know, in the grand scheme of things, okay. There's a couple we might have to go online, have to go there. I was talking to a brother this week about adapting, adapting to that. Um, but it, 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 and, and that's the same note, guys. I know we have to get off. If if we're cons- if our solar focus of our salvation is, I've got to get back in the door so I can I can shout with my brothers and sisters. That's fantastic, and I really love it. And I, and, and and the blessings of the Lord make it rich. But that can't be our salvation. Um, right. If that's what we're hinging on, that's what we're pushing our leaders for, and all that. Now, it, you know that's it can't be that that can't be the end result. But I, I just want to pray for them that you know, as the scripture tells us to do, um, in support and and do what I can yeah. to encourage. Some people do need yeah, more emotional absolutely. support, and it's easier yeah. to do that in person a lot of times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, like there's some of the people that get really upset that they're not having in person meetings, and then they miss our Zoom meetings. Yeah. because they're busy and i'm like y'all i mean like you just pick one you know don't just get mad about whatever the decision is like try to be supportive of the body either way um is is, is my thought but lord's gonna take us he's got us yep 
So we're going to roll into announcements and um, uh, I want to cover a few things and then Journey's got a, a uh, some exciting stuff rolling down for us. Uh, but first thing of the announcements before we sign off, um, our Q and a mailbag is filling up. So we're going to tackle that next week. Um, second thing is, uh, you know, again, just reminding everybody, send in your comments, questions, thoughts, feedback. Um, you can send it to speak as That's speak as you And then also on the uh, Instagram and the, and the Facebook and, so before we do our closing prayer and shine out, uh, uh, Josh, you want to tell us about what you got rolling down the pipeline? All right. So I like to hear from listeners. It just kind of makes me feel good that you guys are actually listening. But I also want to encourage it and um, encourage it with a – the best way that I knew how is to have something fun like dad jokes, okay? We're all four of us are dads. You hear the dad joke. Like I saw one today. Um, my son kept on chewing on the electrical cords, so I had to ground him. He's, he, oh wait, 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 wait! He's doing better currently, and 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 he's conducting himself properly. <laughs> so, anyway, like, I like a good dad joke. Okay, now with that, I want to hear you guys' dad jokes. What I want to do is have people send them, and you can send them in to speakasyourmoved at gmail Also, you can, you know, if you haven't gone to Instagram and liked our our page or on Facebook, liked our page, you also can contact us there through direct message. Um, But I want your best dad joke. And then next week, we hear them all. We pick the best one. And the winner gets one of Josh's favorite things on Amazon. Okay. I got a lot of things that I like on Amazon. All right. And I'm going to send it to the winner. Just boom. I mean, especially with Amazon Prime, I don't have to pay shipping. Like, you get it. Boom. It's yours. Like, I got this new um, pineapple core. I love it. You cut off the top and bottom. If y'all don't have it, I'm sure some people out there have it. But you cut off the top and the bottom of a pineapple, just do it. Boom. You got a spiral (laughs) cored out pineapple. You can throw it on the grill with some um, brown sugar, butter, and a little bit of regular sugar and some cinnamon. And and wrap it in tinfoil and just leave it on the grill while you're grilling all your other stuff. And it's just amazing. So I'm going to send – that's going to be next week. It's going to be the pineapple core. After that, it's going to be something else. Like I have like a million things that are just little, neat little things (laughs) that I want to share with you. And I want you to try to win them. So I want you to give me your best content, dad jokes. Don't waste them all. I mean, you know, you're not only going to have one winner next week. And then we're going to do it the next week. And we're going to do it the next week. And we're going to have a lot of winners, I hope. So give me your dad jokes. Get them on the ready. And we'll notify you're winning. And then – most of the time, two days, Amazon Prime, you'll have your prize for winning. So get some dad jokes together for us, yeah, and um, I'm looking forward and you to don't, hearing. Be, you don't have to be a dad to send a no, dad joke. Not at so, all. Uh, not at all. Next week, same time, same place, 8.30 p.m. Monday night, and we're going to go ahead and close with prayer. Uh, Matt, would you pray us out? Yes. Dear Lord, we thank you so much. We've the time we've had to gather um, tonight here, Lord, in your name, Lord. We thank you for each and each and every one that is maybe listening tonight, Lord. We ask that you um, go with them tonight, Lord. Um, give them strength if they are in need, Lord. If there is an encouraging word that they may need, Lord, be with them, Lord. Lord, I thank you so much for these uh, friends, brothers that are in Christ that are on the call tonight, Lord. Um, Lord, I ask that you just lift us up as individuals, Lord, and lift us up as a, as a church, as a unified body of believers, Lord. Encourage us in our day-to-day walk, Lord, to focus on you, um, to be content 
with the such things we have, Lord, to have your as your spirit abides in our heart, Lord, let it um, guide us and let it direct us uh, day in day out, Lord, that we can um, live a life of pleasing to you, Lord, and holiness before you, Lord. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity you've had, you've given us um, to gather here tonight um, to freely speak and to talk and to encourage each other, Lord. We hope it was for your glory, Lord, and we want to continue to lift you up and give you the praise. Lord, we ask that you continue be with us, guide, guard, and direct us, Lord. And we always find giving you the praise. Amen. 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 Thank you all for tuning in. We'll Thank you. Catch, catch you next week. Bye. See you guys. See you.